welcome to the Scottish Watches Live Lugs Edition. This is the audio portion of our weekly Friday afternoon Scottish Watches YouTube livecast with all the gang, so you can enjoy it just like any other of our podcast episodes. Please be tolerant for any audio quality issues as the show is a Zoom conference call streamed live over to YouTube. So relax and enjoy the show. Five times or six times? This is number six, I think. We had so many rehearsals, six, to Scottish Watches Live on a Friday afternoon. We were a bit delayed by half an hour or so because I had to take a dog to the vet. But for all those concerned, the dog is now fine. We have a few people here today, some of the usual suspects. We have one not-so-usual suspect, and we are still waiting on one or two others to join us. But starting from the top, tell us who you are, where you are, and what you have on the wrist. So, Zach, you're up first. Hi, guys. I'm Zach. You can find my Instagram right here. It's at Watchtower, where the A is a four and the E is a three. And uh, today I'm wearing my Corona Mori Ooh, on nice. a Robert Dolly Hermes strap. It's got like a, a jungle print. Very cool. So. Next up on my screen is Sophie. Hello, everyone. I'm Sophie Rindler, live from Miami. And I'm just wearing a date. Tona today because why the hell not <laughs> because you're no in big Miami deal. and the sun is Just. shining <laughs> very good it's all right for some I, and next up is Sean hi guys I'm Sean the complicated wrist with all those pesky underscores that I regret today I'm wearing <laughs> the Omega Speedmaster because it's a week with a Tuesday so I think there was a Speedmaster that came out this week so. yeah I think that might get a mention uh, that's what Dave is on to do. He's on to defend it. Defend the indefensible. Right, next up on my screen is Ralph. Ah, hi, Ralph. Um, my handle is here. Oops, here. Coolpep underscore watches. The O's are O's. The A's are A's. And I'm live from Dubai. And I'm wearing uh, uh, Omega Seamaster 300 Professional, blah, 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 with Setna Gold. <laughs> that might be interesting later. Very good, very good. And Gigi, where are you and what are you wearing? Hello, Gigi. Time to talk underscore watches from Milan, Italy. And I'm wearing my Seiko uh, Samurai with an orange strap, which I pulled off a Rick's watch. (laughs) Ricky's watch. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm wearing it because I need a water-resistant watch because I'm sweating. So, you know, I don't want to get my watch ruined. So I need something at least, you know, 200 (laughs) meters water resistance. Good stuff. And then our guest this week is the mighty, the one, the only, David Sharp, Floatlight himself. How are you doing, sir? Not too bad. How are you doing? Uh, not I... bad. Where are you? Where are you? Are you south or north? Oh, where am I? I'm currently just, out, I'm in Glasgow at the moment. In Glasgow, very good, very good. I what am. are you wearing? I am wearing a uh, Louis Arand uh, Alan Sebastian regulator. Mm. Oh, very cool. Very Ooh, cool. Interesting. And then, better late than never, he can unmute himself while I'm talking. Derek, where are you? What are you wearing? I'm Derek in Brooklyn, New York. Uh, today I'm wearing the Aquadive Poseidon GMT. Uh, oh, cool. And sorry I'm a little late. No problem. And I am obviously wearing a Panerai somewhere in Scotland. So there you go. <laughs> so it has been, it, it's not been quite the week that it was last week with uh, travel clocks and all, all of that. But there has been one or two releases this week and some business stuff and some interesting things to talk about. So we will start with probably this week's, you know, 
thing we're going to not abuse because it's not it's not quite in the same in the same level. But we will start with Omega, and I still don't know the proper pronunciation of this. Does somebody wish to? This isn't a blog to watch. Does somebody wish to tell me? Is this a pronounced Alingi? Is it, is there, is it, if it's Alingi, it's Alingi, Alingi, Alingi. Right. No, Alingi. Alingi. Is that the official? Yeah. That's 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 the official <laughs> from Sophie. So there you go. So this is <laughs> Gigi the, would know. Uh, yeah, Gigi. Yeah, Alingi. Alingi. If it's Italian, I, I, don't, I don't know the name, but if it were an Italian name, it's Alingi. Yeah. All right, okay. We'll, we'll go with that then. I have to, I have to Google dingy. that while we look. Uh, so this is Omega doing a moonwatch for yacht racing, basically. Who would like to take us away on this one? Zach, give us an opinion. <laughs> I mean, you know, at the end of the day, I actually do know a few people who have swam with their, their moon watches, although it's something I personally wouldn't recommend. So I'm sure it holds up. But if you're not the kind of person who can, you know, regularly service a watch like that, uh, I would I would not recommend it taking it on, on, on a yacht. But then again, if you can afford a yacht, then you can probably afford <laughs> to, to service the watch. So, you know. <laughs> we'll buy another one. Yeah, yeah exactly. Just get a new, so. one, new one every time you fall in. Yeah, I think that's I don't. I personally point. don't really uh, understand the story. You know, I don't understand the DNA here. I'm not sure why they did that. I don't really. It didn't speak to me. I like the model, though. I do like the watch. I think the watch is cool. Yeah, and the watch. The watch is not. Yeah, the watch is really neat. But I just don't understand the association, the alingi, the the yachting, and the moon. <laughs> I don't know. You're gonna. So as I understand it, Alingi are a Swiss yacht maker, which yeah. considering Switzerland yep. is a landlocked country, maybe maybe this is appropriate that <laughs> a watch designed for the moon is used for yachting in a country that makes yachts that's also landlocked. Uh, I've got lakes. We've got Lake Geneva where they keep the navy. <laughs> Come on, uh, they've got some water, haven't they? I mean, so Dave, you are the Omega Speedmaster. You are. The go-to man, give us your lowdown on this. It's, it's a, it, you know, in the face of it, for sure, it's a strange, it's a strange model to choose for what they're using it for. Because ultimately, let's be honest, it's a sponsorship piece at the end of the day that they happen to also sell. Um, yeah, I mean, the the bits about it that I find strange are. Or, or that I don't find strange. The Speedmaster, obviously, pre-Moon, its heritage was racing in cars and you know speed. So okay, it's it's speed, it's speed racing and on boats. So you can kind of see some alignment there to a certain extent. It's tenuous, but it's there. It, you know why they've not removed the dark side from the moon on it. I don't get. I think that's just a bit strange, frankly. You know, they could yeah. just have they could just have removed say? that removed that altogether. There's no reason to have it at the end of the day. Um, the other question though is, you know, they, they also sponsor other teams and they use Planet Oceans and such like. What we don't know is whether they have got a sign up or any kind of agreement that that's the only piece that they'll use for those teams. So you know, what we don't know is what's going on in the background. You know, on the face of it though, it does strike you as a bit of an unusual. Um, piece as well i mean aside from the fact it's also got a leather strap which is a bit weird as well um you know nothing about it particularly associates itself with water 
other than the speed aspect of it being a kind of, you know, time and chronograph, that's it. It's a bit of a weird one, but hey, they're Swiss watch companies. They're not known for rational decisions making. So when are you getting yours? <laughs> it doesn't, it, it actually doesn't do anything for me aesthetically oh, really? either. No, 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 not yeah. particularly. I mean, I, get, I the, can the, see the, that. The, I can the, understand. The Apollo 8, which, you know, to be fair, it's yeah. very closely related to. I do have, and I like it. Um, I just, I don't, I, I don't know. I, like an Omega. As, I, I, as a, it's not even that. As a general rule, I don't buy watches that are just monetizing a sponsorship piece. If they wanted to do mm. that as a piece to, to give to the team to use, to get advertorial or to get kind of seen on the telly or used for pictures, whatever, fine. I'm not big into buying anything, watches or anything else for that matter, that have got someone's logo plastered all over it for the purposes of sponsorship. Okay, a little logo, you know, Nike shoes with a Nike flash, whatever, that's fine. But I don't buy things that are quoted in logos as sponsorship pieces. And I don't make that exemption particularly for, well, not particularly, I don't make that exception for watches either. You know, I do like the, they did the blue, I think it was a blue ceramic planet ocean they did for the New Zealand team a few years ago, which was a great looking watch. And actually the only, um, kind of um, sponsorship markings were on the case back of it. There was nothing on the dial and it was a great looking watch, good colour scheme but I didn't buy it out of principle for the fact that it had the New Zealand team stamping all over the back of it and okay, when you're wearing it you won't see it but I just I just didn't buy it for yeah. that reason. I just think that this kind of partnership to me, Alinghi specifically, it just doesn't work with Omega. I mean, you have to keep in mind that the previous partnerships were done with Audemars Piguet and HYT. And those are kind of trendy fashion brands, even though AP can be seen as, you know, traditional, but it's still a fashion because it was not the right look, of course, it was offshore. And, and then HYT makes sense because of the whole water thing and it's super modern and independent and okay. But Omega and then bringing the moon into it, I just, I don't, I don't yeah. like get it, but that but was... So Sophie, does it not make sense because it's Omega or does it not make sense because it's Speedmaster? Wouldn't it make sense if it was a Seamaster? I was just going to say that. If it was a Seamaster, that would be very different. Because yeah, then not, I think it would have given a modern touch to Omega. Yes, it would have been a sponsorship, sure, uh, to David's point, but it would have been something that, in my opinion, would have made more sense and would have a logic to it and would have followed right. if the offshore can do it the way they did it, which was a really nice collaboration, but also like a 60 grand piece of watch, if I remember correctly. Um, I think the Seamaster, then yes, that would totally make sense. I think it's the other extent. thing this is that it's also in a small box. What's going on over here? What happened, yeah. I, the other thing that doesn't make a lot of sense is it's got a tachometer scale on it that's in it's not in knots. If you're going to make it for a yacht, surely you would put this into nautical numbers. But there you go. Maybe it doesn't for matter. Having a tachymeter or a yacht is completely useless. Uh, it's it's if it's yeah. like screwed down, screwed down crowns and and and, uh, and pushers. If you if you go on the water, you want it to be screwed down. You don't want oh. to have those little vintagey pushers that you know are going to get the water in. Oh, yeah. Maybe 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 that whole box is waterproof and you just have to leave it. On. <laughs> <laughs> you, 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 you keep it. the box on your wrist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you <laughs> strap it in your waist. 
with the watch being ceramic and you're on a yacht racing team, don't you get slammed around a lot? Like, what happens if you slam the watch into yeah. one of the rooms or something? Like, won't That's the watch totally just shatter anyway? Like, Nothing makes sense. I think probably the most relevant point is, yes, if you own a yacht, you can probably afford to break this and buy another one. <laughs> it's probably especially, especially, especially when you're getting given them for nothing. Yeah, well, yeah. true. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> is this, is this a limited edition? I've not read it, and you probably find I it won't be numbered. So, no. it, it probably won't no. be numbered. They'll probably make one batch of them though and stick them out, and that'll be it. I, mean, I do quite like the look of it, but it just doesn't—it doesn't fit the story that they're trying to tell. Uh, and you mentioned the price already, right? It's only, uh, only yeah. ten thousand. It's ten thousand. Same price as the same price as Apollo Eight. Mm. 10 8, so which is about a thousand dollars premium this is saying but yeah um uh, that's uh that's because that's been just announced uh let's just say come september um don't be surprised if the apollo 8 matches that price <laughs> that increases so there we go yeah. so there's, 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 yeah it's, a, it's an apollo price it's a price rise for all omegas coming in september right okay small. Uh, must be the reason no, why they didn't remove the dark side of the moon to be honest, why they didn't remove it, who, who knows? But the reason they've not removed it probably is because at the end of the day, that whole series, that's what it's known as. That yeah. series is the Dark Side of the Moon. That is the sub-series of the yeah. ceramic uh, Speedmaster. So um, I think it's one of those is, things. Is, as it, usual. is it the same back? Is it the same back, Dave? Exactly the same. I haven't seen a Apollo 8. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's the same back in, in terms of how it's constructed, but the engraving and the layout of the text on the the the, the kind of mm. bezel of the case back is different so it's not as if they've just used um pulled it off the parts bin yeah exactly it's not as if it's just an apollo 8 part because apollo 8 one does say apollo 8 etc on it as well and that, that one obviously has got the team team logo on it, or the team wording on it as well so to Dave's point real quick mm -hmm. um i just want to point out that i think this is kind of a missed opportunity to promote the omega seamaster chronograph line because the speedmaster already has so many different limited editions and it's really world-renowned whether on social media or just, you know, for watch wearers. So I think it would have been a better idea to almost push the Seamaster Chrono that has that water resistance, because I don't think it's the most, you know, popular line for them currently. And it could have been like a good push for them. Yep. And that's not, you know, they've got, they've, they've got ceramic, titanium and steel within that range as well. So it's not as if they've not got the materials. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Well, let's move on from that to a slightly more independent, uh, See what you did there. <laughs> it's called the independence now. Transition. Oh, so it is. So it is. I, I'm so clever. I don't even know it. Here we go. So that's, this that, is, that says it all, Rick. It does. To be fair, I'm just glad Ricky's not here. Uh, this is the <laughs> Norcane. Now, I think the biggest thing and talking point about this watch is the fact that this is. Is this the first movement out of Kinesi? Uh, it's the first collab or however it's the first collab. Who can give us a background and just exactly what Kenesai are, who they are, and what they are? Any volunteers who are a pick a victim? My my understanding is they are the manufacturing partner of Tudor for Movement. Simple as yeah. that. Yeah. They they make they make all the current Tudor movements or their own in house movements. I think and uh, that a big stake in it as well. I think uh, they are their stakeholders, sixty percent stakeholders. I think I don't remember. There's Tudor, Breitling, and Chanel. Right, right. Exactly. And now, yeah. and now, Norcan. 
so what do we think of this? 2,900, or 2,290 quid. Just wish that they had gone into something a little more original in design. Correct. Um, because you know they're they're using their own caliber, which is really cool. But it's I feel it's a watch that looks a lot like many watches. And yeah, that, that, but I like it. I, it it's a cool I, watch, and the price is right. I was talking talking about it with a few friends last night when the pictures popped, and um, to be honest, all anyone could say about it was. It's just another watch. Yeah. I know, and I, I think it's, it's, it's too bad you know, it's, because... And, and, and green, green is not the most common dial colour still, you know, and you can do some great things with green, but just I just don't... There, there's nothing... There's no there's no kind of point of uniqueness about it. It's got too many... I agree. You know, and actually at the price point as well, okay, yeah, there's lots of nice things about it. Movement, you know, it's, it's, it is a slightly different case. There's lots of things about it, but there's nothing about it that makes it stand out and it's playing in a pretty competitive ballpark price wise mm -hmm. i mean at, you yeah. know two two to two to three grand there's a there's lot RS, of stuff out yeah, there stuff, i mean yeah. there's so much stuff out there that's got a much you know and the problem with that price point is that for a lot of people joe blogs that buys a watch doesn't typically spend that on a watch they spend 500 to a thousand on a watch you know just joe average People buying a watch at that level, it's either their first into watch and they want a, a, a name that someone knows. So they'll buy Tudor or Tag or something like that because they've heard the name and other people hear the name. And a lot of kind of watch folk who are into watches won't necessarily play in that ballpark. They start to move up from that ballpark. So it's kind of, it's. I think it will fall into no man's land personally. I think that's the real danger of that price point. To Sophie's you know, point about blending sort of styles, the lugs almost look like Oyster Perpetual lugs to me. The case is almost like a blend between the Nautilus and the Odysseus yeah. in feel. Yeah, and so some, it, it, it's just a smorgasbord of... Yeah. But, but I think they have a great distribution setup. I can <clears> see them at a lot of ADs already in the, in the showroom windows. Norcane is there. Surprising. But it doesn't mean that well, I was going sure. to say, the, que the question we don't know, though, is, yeah, they might have a lot of dealers, but if all those dealers are on APRO, then it's really easy to get, you know, you can get watches into dealers if you want. Right. It depends how you do it. If you convince dealers to yeah. put their, their hand in their pocket and buy stock, that's a whole different game. But lots right. of brands will play the APRO game and just go, okay, you'll be a dealer. We'll put the watches in for you. And if they don't sell in six months, we'll take them back out. Mm -hmm. That's easy to get a lot of dealers. And I would... I would struggle to think they'll have many dealers who will be ponying up their own money to buy this for stock, frankly. Mm, yeah. I have to check, I have to check because we, I have, I've seen them in some, in some dealers who are really nice, nice brands and they have them in the window, which is limited space. And so that means that maybe they're just expecting to sell a lot or um, they see that as a, as a, or maybe they have a really nice profit margin in the watches, I don't know. Um, maybe there's a package deal with two doors. Yeah, it, maybe. <laughs> who knows? Yeah, because it's uh, it's also the the whole Rolex Rolex uh, distributor in in all of uh, the UAE. Yeah. So yeah, they are they are the distributor for Norcane as well. So it means there's probably something behind it. But um, I have I agree for that price. I think it's hard as a newcomer to sell yeah. at the price point. 
I mean, if it was if it was me, and you know, you said, okay, there's, you know, you've got two two thousand three hundred whatever UK to to buy a kind of nice stainless steel sports watches. I'd buy, for example, a Doxa three hundred over that all day long, because you know it's similarly technically specced and it's more unique and it's definitely more identifiable. And okay, it's not a name that a lot of folk know in, in the open market, but it's such a more unique piece than that to me. It's not a terribly pretty movement, considering nothing it's... from Ro- nothing no. from Rolex. Yeah, is. I agree, Rick. <laughs> there's, there's not I a was lot thinking going the same on. thing. No, that that, that is the exact movement basically that's in the Black Bay yeah. 58. It's like, it's it just doesn't have a silicon hairspring. Right. Yeah. Interestingly, so. you can ask them a question on <laughs> live on their uh, website. Anyone got a, a good question you can ask? <laughs> let's let's pass on the live. You, you're live on YouTube. What would you like to see? How many have you sold so far? How much much more do you need to pay Rolex to get into the silicon club? (laughs) Yeah, so we ask, let's just see if we get an answer as to why it's not got a silicon hairspring. Why did you not you can reword that on the basis that swatch watches at less than a hundred pounds now feature silicon springs can you explain why your new watch <laughs> do we want to wait for him to type all that out <laughs> yeah i can see swatch watches at oh oh something happened Oh no! There was some divine intervention. Yeah, yeah. Stop by typing, and we'll just go for that. Uh, why did you not go for it? Let's see if anybody answers. Now, can can so I ask a question? Let me ask a question while we wait for this response. Does anybody <laughs> know what the specific relationship is between Norcane, Tudor, and Kennedy? Like, is this going to be? A movement that other people are going to be able to use, or, or does anybody know? I mean, ultimately, I at the I end of the day, yeah. it's, a, it's a it's a modular movement. At the end of the day, you know, like um, don't let them kid you on with the oh, we've got our own unique movement. It's it's, yeah. it's you know, as, as has been said, it's basically exactly the same movement that's in the fifty eight bar the hairspring. Um, you know, th- this movement specifically, yeah, that will probably only be for them. But there'll be yeah. derivatives of that left, right, and center within Breitlings and Tudors and all sorts of stuff. Yeah, I just meant from I just meant from from a licensing standpoint. Right. Like, a, Derek, will they be Derek. Will they be open and available for you know oh, micro for brands? Or, a guy, no, I don't think so. There's a guy in the chat so. saying, if, if you're reading the chat, there's a guy Neo who's saying that Fortis will be using their movements as well. So it may just be that right. it's kind of branching out. So. Yeah. Of hedging their bets, so you know, wow. that's that's what you said. Yeah. I haven't substantiated. It's in the chat. In the I heard this okay. before. I heard this before. I think that's this. Yeah, uh, no, 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 and Kinesi are fifty kilometers away from each other, so they're neighbors. Uh, we, we have a hello from uh, Emmanuel and mm. Norkane on the live chat, but he's not said anything else yet. So I'll just take him off screen share just in case. But uh, <laughs> while he's thinking about what he says, yeah. Uh, this isn't actually on the agenda, but just because we're talking slightly about derivative stuff, I don't know who has already heard the podcast this morning no, I uh, when we spoke about uh, about this little number from eDocs and how many different watches <laughs> we could think that this looks like. Uh, <laughs> so I don't know if anyone's got any advance on Zenith, Hublot, 
That's a DeFi. Yes. Well, yeah, no, it's like it's 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 an it's a nonsense watch. I just I don't, even want, to talk, I don't even that, want to talk about it. Yeah, like, go away. That, that is that is a car crash. Like, exactly. Like, just, yeah. and that's go a away. Car, yeah, that's the Morris Lacroix in there as well. Yeah, you're right. I uh, yes. So maybe maybe they. I'm trying not to swear. <laughs> maybe, they're, maybe they are following the advice of like there is no bad PR. Any <laughs> PR. They haven't watched this show. Uh, so there we go. There's the, that, that's the steel one, which looks even more zenithy, but it's oh, also yeah, got yeah. this whole multi-link, uh, which is oh kind God. of uh, oh, it's got zenith, it's got zenith AP, yeah. it's got all sorts of shit written all over it. And, so, and look at the small movement and the at the spacer. You can see the spacer. It's it just doesn't make sense. Yeah. I feel bad. All right. Okay. Mm -hmm. well, yeah. We have Emmanuel who is giving us. Uh, You're getting chapter well, and verse from him. Well, we're getting an answer. I'm not sure I understand the answer, but I think I probably didn't expect to understand the answer. I'll share it as soon as he is there. So it says the NN20 caliber has a Niverox hairspring, which is high quality oh, well, of the movement. Oh, that's ETA. That's ETA. Yeah. Yeah. So what's that? So this is the it's ETA. It, oh, it's owned by ETA Niverox. It's just like a regular right, okay. hairspring. So ne ne Niverox is a is a proprietary brand of steel from um, right, okay. ETA. Which is, so mm -hmm. that, so that is a steel. So Niverox is steel. It's not it's a fancy a, name for silicon. No, Niverox is like a, a steel, but it's on a like a balanced um, spring weight, so that it, uh -huh. it's got anti shock as well. But um, right. they're actually they are they are decent. They're just not silicon. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, just, just not. Yeah. So say thank you very much. Thank you, Manuel. <laughs> uh, there we go. So we'll move on mm. from Norkin to some business news. Or not so much news as a rediscussion point. Wodinki ran this article, is the worst over for the Swiss watch industry? Obviously, the Swiss watch industry and lots of economies in the world are in free fall. I think the states yesterday show the GDP down 35%. Mm. So the, wor the worst the is yet to come. Yeah, I think, yeah, I don't think the worst is. Oh, no, the worst, the worst, the worst hasn't even got come close to getting there yet. Too many economies yeah. have been propped up. The, U the US, to be honest, um, got it pretty hard and fast because their system didn't particularly prop up um, the system during the early stages of it. But most European countries propped up their economies as, as we did. Mm -hmm. But Come this winter, all hell's going to break loose with economies. Yeah, and with we are what's going on in China, in Hong Kong. It's a mess everywhere. I mean, it's yeah, and it's you know we're everyone's everyone all the all the economies panicked when they saw the state of the lockdown. They've all jumped back out of that to try and get some life back into their economies. But as we've even seen today in the UK, we've started to lock down again, and as you know, Manchester and areas, and they've started pulling back from some of the the things have done um that's only going to get worse they you know they're they're, yeah. they're no they're nowhere near getting a handle on how to control this they're just jumping from pillar to post they're going from lock everything down great we've got the virus under control to oh crap look at the economy shit right do something right okay open everything up again oh crap the virus is gone again they're just going to swing and round about it for the mm. next six 12 months mm. you know yeah. and unless do unless someone know? comes up with a magic pill yeah. yeah. Do you guys know if the Geneva Watch Week is still happening? Well, I got a mail. Uh, what was it? Was I had a friend call last week, and it looks like it's still. Ha I wanted to go, 
because I'm pretty close and I wanted to organize with uh, another friend of mine who owns a watch company. So we were going to go and it's, it's still on, but it surprises me. I'm simply- uh, Yeah, me too. So Especially so since Switzerland has brought up a lot more restrictions. This yeah. week. So isn't, isn't there a second wave going mass. on there? Yeah. yeah. It's a second, yeah. The yeah. second wave is everywhere, really. We're starting with the second wave in Italy as well. You know, cases yeah. are going up now. Deaths are pretty much like, you know, low, constant, just a few a day. But cases are growing. So it looks like the pandemic from the beginning. So, mm -hmm. I don't know, scary yeah. stuff. I wonder yeah. if it's going to go through. I mean, it's next month. It's, what, in, in two weeks? Two, three weeks, right? It's uh, uh, mid-August. No, it's, it's 28th of August, I think. Oh, it's the end of oh. August. Okay, so it's like next yeah. A month away. Uh, would you come? <laughs> away. They wouldn't let you in. Yeah, I was going to say. They would. Not, I'm they're, French. They're not going to let me in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You all are staying stay. there until, you know, you all fall out of your government. <laughs> no, no, yeah. I think I can. With my French passport, I can go anywhere. They might uh, try. It depends if they let you back into the States, though. Depends on your order. I have both. <laughs> Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> right. there uh, there, there's your there's your trick. Travel out on the French, travel back on the American. Yeah. So <laughs> the worst is still to come. We think there hasn't yet been any big casualties that I'm aware of. Actually, in the watch industry, there's been a few oh, well, at the periphery. Uh, without well, wishing Swatch, to slander Swatch, anyone, Swatch Group dropped quite a lot of employees couple of weeks ago. Oh, no, I mean, yes, there's been lots of redundancies. Brands, right? No one's gone pop as yet, or mm. there's not been any takeover, you know, emergency takeovers or bailouts by the yeah. Swiss. You know, we're not in quartz crisis territory, it would seem yet. The question is, is how long till we are? But it looks like Edox is quite desperate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, by the way, did you guys hear what happened today? All right, okay. Well, before you tell us, can you just confirm for yourself that this is being broadcast live on the internet? Live, it is. If you feel it's safe and you're prepared to take the lawsuit, then yes, Sophie, go ahead and tell us what happened. Yeah, today. no, I'm going to tell you because it's crazy. Chrono24 sent an email saying that they are raising fees for buyers to 7.5%. Wow. Right, so okay. anyone who buys, not for the, the, the vendors, but for the buyers. Mm. So if you want to buy a watch on Chrono24 today, you have to pay 7.5%. Isn't it the other way around? I mean, what was the fee before? Just, it was 6% 6, 6 for the seller. I sold something there. Yeah, uh, six or six and a half, something. Well, the seller. The yeah, I mean, it, it, yeah, on the face of it, on the face, on the face of it, though, think of it like this: on the face of it, it seems like a strange move. But their whole market predicated on people selling via their platform. So, if you remove listing fees, you encourage people to list. If people list things that people want, like at the end of the day, people will pay double the, the value of a Rolex because they want to skip a waiting list. So, a couple of percent isn't going to put them off but if they put the fees up to bring more revenue in for them for the sellers it will put sellers off but i don't remember that the buyer was spent was paying that kind no, of fee the buyer it was, was, was the paying dealer. nothing yeah no the buyer was yeah. paying nothing but that but that's what i'm saying so their options if they want to bring more revenue in and they increase the rates for the seller they'll put sellers off but they have to populate their site with sellers so if you remove 
So it's like eBay. How many people on eBay wait yeah. until free listing day? Lots of people yeah. because they wait. Seven and a half percent, David. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I know, but it's, I know, but it, would would I ever buy a watch? No, with that, no, of course I wouldn't. But there are, but but remember, the people, a lot of people who buy on that platform are already paying way over the odds for what something's actually worth. But so, for a lot, it's not the case. But, so but you, you have, have to, you have to, you have to. You have to see that you're not actually paying the price that is advertised, right? You you usually, I mean, you can with it, yeah. speak about the price, mm -hmm. and then you end up paying less than what is advertised, yeah, and you won't but... know what it's really sold for in the listings because it will still be listed at that yeah. price publicly only for you as the seller and the buyer. You will see what you really paid. So it's a bit, yeah. So what I'm seeing online is that it's a, a raise in the seller fee. Yeah. Um, which sure. is actually consistent with eBay because they've recently raised right. their premiums for sellers, uh, especially okay. in the jewelry category. Oh, really? Um, yeah. Okay. So I think it's across the board. So if anyone's yeah. concerned about what Sophie it become harder to sell just watches. said, she can be reached at Sophie Rindler on Instagram <laughs> and uh, deal with your lawsuit there. So from one thing that we might not understand that well to something else, which I I've never really understood the stuff that these guys produce, these model mm -hmm. things, I don't get it. This is the MBNA. Okay, okay. Here's here, here's how you need to get it. It's not ah. a clock or a watch. It's a piece yeah. of art. That's it. Right. That holds your clock or watch. Or yeah, I mean, piece they, of these, they, they, these these things are really moving into a kind of territory where they are pieces of art. That, that's yeah. what they are. You know, like if you look at if you look at the MBNF gallery, you know, they do way more than just clocks or watches. They do loads oh, of other yeah. stuff as well, and most of it is tailored to a market with a huge amount of disposable income who like mm -hmm. unusual trinkets. To be honest, you know, this isn't even remotely. I mean, twenty-seven thousand. You know, yeah. if you want, if you if you think if you think the Hadinke travel clock was a slightly expensive, that that's an expensive bit of work. Yeah, I, I mean, I wouldn't travel with any either of them, but this, I mean, it is cool looking. I'm just not sure I understand it. Has anyone? Has any? Have, have any of you? Have any of you seen? though what I mean, you can tell what it was modelled on, can't you? But I like how this, 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 the, his eye is basically a, a jewel, right? From watchmaking. What's, what's kind of funny it's about this It's styled on a jewel, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It looks what's kind of funny about this but, but, but Rick, had, Rick, Rick did, you, did, did you ever go to an MBF gallery? Because if you want, I've to never, it's like, <laughs> like amazing. A, I've, I've never left Scotland. It's really, I'm not going to go to the NBA. <laughs> never no, left amazing. You can spend hours there. Mechanical stuff. I mean, it's really art. Yeah. Mechanical yeah. things. Uh, it, it actually, moving paintings or whatever you want to do. If you have a three by five meter table that you don't need, and you can put a really big moving fish on there that is all mechanically driven, that's yeah. the place to go. And it's yeah. really amazing. You can really spend hours there. It's lovely. Yeah, I mean that, that that's it. That that's the, the kind of, of thing that. If, yeah, exactly. That's the kind of thing there. I mean, that's you know, that's a family car. Let's be honest. Um, <laughs> but that's that's the kind of thing though that if you've got that level of disposable income, that's the kind of yeah. thing that's yeah. cool. You, you know, there's that, there's yeah. there is there is an artistic element to that. It's 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 a cool piece. And is there somebody specific that designs these within the kind of Max Pusser and Friends, or is it actually Max himself, or well, um, that th this one, 
if I remember rightly, their MBNF have done something similar to this before, but yeah. this one is then collabed um, with, I think it's three people collab. Yes, there's three collabs, Lepi isn't there? Yeah. So there's been a Lepi MBNF before, and this is Messina's one, which has been done in bronze. Um, which is the first one they've done in bronze. But pretty much most of the clocks from MBNF are collabs of some description with another designer or with a theme. Yeah. The, fu the funny cool. thing about this, though, the funny thing about this, though, is um, speaking of Messina Lab, is it's it's sort of like besides the, the Unimatic he did, his go-to move is to take a watch and, and make it bronze or make a product mm -hmm. bronze. So really, this is an existing product that he just decided, okay, bronze yep. and green crystal. That's really yep. the only difference between the other ones. So yep. I, I just find it funny that he just puts these little subtle touches in, but gets like this sort of third design credit or, or whatever. But really, it just he just picked a color palette at the end of the day. You mean a Rolex move? You just change the color. <laughs> 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 there we go. So this is obviously designed for a very specific, as Dave said, uh, well-off uh, person with uh, disposable income, which brings us on to this subject. The small print contained within the likes of a blog to watch and Houdinki. And I think as a result of the whole travel clock thing, people, who, I mean, anybody that knows the website knows both these things are there, uh, started to kind of look at the whole idea of, well, who, who are Houdinki and a blog to watch? Who do they think their customers are? So this is Houdinki's you know one. See, see, see that Hadinky one. When I read that, what, what, what did that say to anyone else? What that said to really? me was that that's been written. That's been written to aim it directly at venture capital. Yeah, totally. Absolutely. So true. It's so pompous. We want to that's, be bought. Thank you. Yeah. yeah, that that's literally written at venture capital to say, look at us. This is who we play with. Give that's us all your so money because most venture capitalists haven't. You know, I didn't think about had some it, experience. Aren't, aren't, aren't particularly savvy to the de detail. They just look at the top line and go, oh, I'll chuck, you know, and those guys will chuck six figures at things and six figures for them is literally like you haven't changed in your pocket. It's it's oh, just wow. a gamble. That's for the yeah, I didn't think yeah, about yeah, this. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. That's all it is. Apple come by us. So, yeah. I mean, Dave obviously fits into this category. Clearly, because you spend that kind of money on watches every week. Well, maybe Actually, Scottish watches should buy Hodinkee. I, I think we should do one of those David and Goliath moves, like borrowing a shed load of money from a Scottish bank. We all chip an in. Inverse takeover. Let's, I was going to say, let's let's get the, let's let's get the Royal Bank of Scotland. They're not adverse to throwing money <laughs> yeah. they lose. <laughs> so uh, they're yeah, they're, they're pretty good at it. They're, they're really good at underwriting U.S. property. We have, yeah, we have a bit of a reputation at that. And then this is a blog to watches who, now I'm not sure which is actually the bigger website in terms of readership. Wow. Yes. I think a blog to watch would probably claim that it's them in terms of pure traffic. But obviously they're, so just, they're not at the same level of so engagement. The just, just remember there, Sophie. Us. Sophie, you're not allowed to look at this site anymore because you're not an educated, well-travelled, high-earning man. <laughs> oh, damn! Look at wow. this. I didn't wow. see that. Wow. That, that, I mean, the, I'm not allowed to swear. You know what? Yeah, I'm yeah. not allowed to swear. But if I could, 
I wow. swear right now. <laughs> wow, that's that's hitting that's hitting that's hitting all the current. I didn't yeah. see that. I, I wonder. I wonder. There's room, is there room enough for me to tip X in here, white, just to? <laughs> oh my god! Tag me. Copy, copy, paste, and tag me on that not, one. I mean, to be fair, they probably set this up ten years ago and haven't looked at it yeah. since. But it oh. probably should be even reviewed. even even ten years ago. That was slightly on the cusp. Yes, true, true, yeah. true. Wow. Well, uh, um, so there we go. That's who. That's we, don't, we don't have this. We don't have this on the Scottish it, Watch's it, site. To we it, have it, our target audience. This is the defence. It's they're, men, they're, men as in mankind. They're uh, yeah, they're 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 they're, they're <laughs> also very they're, 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 they're grammatical skill sets really poor as well. Ultra luxury is a bit of a kind of why why do you need to put ultra before luxury when actually <laughs> means the same? Honestly, yes. they need a good they need they need a good type copier. Yeah. Uh, when I was last on Alexa.com, I believe I could be a little off the numbers. Hodinky was ranked like 17,400th most popular website, and a blog to watch was 17,700. But of course, that study that Ariel put out that, you know, a blog to watch is the most influential would have you thinking otherwise, uh, unless you sort of read between the lines and see through it. Because um, I personally don't agree with the methodology they used for, you know, coming to that conclusion. Uh, maybe he wants to, you know, defend it. I don't know, but never, never trust statistics. Never trust statistics driven by somebody about their own company ever. Yeah, I'd said to Rob, it's kind of like a, a tobacco company paying a doctor to put out a study. Smoking that is good. Cigarettes don't. Yeah, smoking is good for your lungs. <laughs> so. Yeah. I hope no one works for Boeing, but it's a bit like Boeing saying 737s are really safe. <laughs> yeah. uh, it's just as well, Arthur's not on the show today. Anyway, so we'll move it away from that gang to this. Let me just reshare. Uh, this little number uh, oh, just that, popped up. What, what, what oh, are this those? is sweet. Actually, is I'll, nice. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you a story about Go these. On. So... Basically, these were launched to the Swatch Club uh, two days ago. Two days ago. Yep. There's four, four of them in total. But um, in the UK, there's 24 of, there's four pieces. There's 24 of each piece that have been signed by both of the artists. Right. So. And if you've got a, 24 selling them now on Chrono24 at an increased handling fee. <laughs> I, I, I may already have four of them, yes. Yes. Uh, but the thing is, this is something, something to do with Loch Ness. Um, uh, that, is that the Nessie one? That's the, ne this is that's the Nessie one. Yeah. Okay. I don't understand what this has got to do with Loch Ness. <laughs> I, don't, I don't see mate, it. It's, mate, it's, it's Swatch Watch. It's swatch watch. Ab <laughs> abstract, abstract is the name of the game. An it's abstract Loch Ness on, on an acid trip. I was just looking at <laughs> you know, Swatch Watch are the only company still to manage to um, get the proper ire of their uh, mum's net, to be fair. <laughs> Sorry, that's because they don't listen to our podcast. Uh, but it's super fresh. It's really cute. Yeah. Oh, it's cool. It's cool. I mean, 77 quid. Yeah, you can't really go wrong in the grand scheme of things, yeah. other than the fact it'll keep you awake at night, because does the, does the it tick? It certainly does at about 85 decibels. So <laughs> don't, uh, don't wear it in an airport. Yeah. <laughs> you can pack it along with your Houdinki travel clock. So there yeah, we go. The, the other, the other, the other three pieces are quite cool as well. 
Yeah, I'm not sure if I've got access to them uh, on here. I don't think I do. I would have to go. Yeah, they're all on the site. Just go to the homepage. Back, uh, homepage. Got it. Yeah, click, click swatch. There. Yeah, there you go. There you go. That's this is them here. So is it is is it Joanne or Yuan? In other words, is this a boy or they're a girl? Joanne, they're Joanne. They're, they're, they're British. The British. Joanne. So Joanne. Oh, yeah. These are these are them here. There's a cat and there's a what's this? A rhinoceros. It's either a rhino or, or, or a unicorn, yeah. Who knows? You know, they remind me of La Californienne that lost the lawsuit with uh, against Rolex. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Californienne. That's it. La Californienne. <laughs> yeah, the colors are the pastel-like, right? Yeah. 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 Luckily, um, luckily, so luckily for these guys, they can probably pay. They can probably pay to defend themselves if they want. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> true. So that then moves on. This is a. a company that is doing a Kickstarter, uh, which we've all been quite taken by. Uh, it's an Irish brand called Solas. And who doesn't like a micro rotor, I think is basically the thing. This is a fairly cheap and cheerful on Kickstarter. A couple of you have come across this. What's everybody saying? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's a really gorgeous watch, especially for the money. Um, I mean, obviously, I haven't held one in the hand yet, but it's a 38 millimeter case and 44 millimeters lug to lug. So for me and my sort of smaller wrist, I think it's a perfect size. Um, when I was talking to the founder on Instagram, he mentioned that this is in theory, the model that he wants to release to sort of build a little more capital to put back into R and D and take complications even further. Um, I think his end goal is to potentially release one day an affordable minute repeater which right. if it's anything like this, I would be pretty curious to see how it functions and how it looks. Um, so it's, 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 it's exciting. Yeah, it looks cool. I've, I've been in correspondence with the company owner as well, uh, just discussing one or two things. Obviously for our Scottish watches, limited editions, the, the full range that's going to come out <laughs> in all of these micro brands any day now. But yeah. It's, how much is it? Uh, how much is, is it? Uh, going, I, think, I think it's going to be five five hundred and fifty after Kickstarter UK. So what's that? Oh, yeah. uh, dollar mm. seven, six six seven hundred dollars. Wow. Yeah. I think, I think it's going to be three. I think it's going to be four hundred on Kickstarter yeah. and five fifty yeah. UK after Kickstarter. Yeah. I think four hundred euros. Yeah, yeah. There will be a few. There you go. There you go. There you go. Yeah. There's the price. Oh, no. there. Euros then. So five five hundred UK. So oh, be wow, this is very good price. That's insane. Mm -hmm. There will be about, I think, uh, 150 released on Kickstarter. And then after that, it'll go to the full production price. Good for them. I, 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 I think it's quite nice. The only thing that's swear wording my OCD is the sub-seconds. It's like, it's just, why, yeah. why, why, why have they put it there? They've got a date window on it. So, you know, it's like just mess, it's just messing with my eyes that either put it at I, 6 o'clock or I put it at 9 o'clock. Yeah, I think I think to be fair, it would be mm. better without the date for starters. Yeah, but, definitely. But, you know that that Tiny. If, if they had no date, but they had the subsections there, I could probably live with it. But if the date's there, you need the subsections probably for me either at nine or at six o'clock. But yep. otherwise, though, it's it's a cool looking piece for the money. You can't knock it. Oh, yeah, you could you could actually leave leave out the the, the seconds completely. I think I dropped. Yeah, date. I mean to 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 me that. That would look amazing without the subsections or the date. Just yeah, I agree. Dial. Like a plain, beautiful, very Moser, yeah, like a Moser, really, you know, clean. Yeah, yeah. Especially, I mean, just and again at that money, just because the movement is capable of doing date or subsections doesn't mean you need mm. to use it. Yeah. Cool. But for for a brand starting out, though, 
you know, as much as we collectors cool. like to not have a date, there are some people who, if, if a watch doesn't have a date, they're like, I'm not buying it. I'm not touching it. But, but are any of those people the people who buy watches on Kickstarter? Well, <laughs> they might be the people that buy watches for less than $500. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, 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 it's a cool looking piece. It'd be nice to see it and finished, yeah. see what it looks like. Good. So we have also had, it's actually been sitting on the agenda for a couple of weeks now. I'm just going to share this because this is the antithesis of the next one. Uh, this is absolutely not boring. And <laughs> so we did have a discussion in the writers group about who are currently the most dull stroke exciting watch brands. I would certainly put these guys up as being a decent watch brand that also like to do things differently. So very quickly around the room, and we'll maybe deal with it in more detail after we've got the assessment of what everybody thinks. To you of the major watch brands, who's just kind of like a bit dull at the moment? Who what? Of the, of, the, of the major watch brands. Of the major watch brands. This, this came out of a conversation that basically said that at the moment, GLC we're just a little bit dull. Well, Rolex is pretty dull. I mean, Rolex yes. is like the Rolex. Rolex. I mean, Ro oh, oh, it's not just now. It's been oh. dull for like, you know, ages. Rolex is like the Lexus of watches. It's something that's well-built, looks good and everything, but you just forget about it. I mean, you buy a Lexus, you put it in your garage and you never drive it. So, and I've got a Rolex and that's always in my safe. I never put it on my wrist. And, it gets you thinking, doesn't it? It's something that's, you know, it's got a lot of qualities, but excitingness is not one of those qualities. It's got, you know, whatever you call heritage or, you know, a desirability, but it's not anything but exciting. So that really, I think mm. they need to up their game a bit there because, you know, oh, waiting do, list. Do you, do you reckon they're all boring? I think it's a bit, if you look at it on the grander scheme, I think pretty much every major brand, if you look how many SKUs they've got, the vast majority of it is just meh, you know? And there's very little, they, they play the safe game. That's that's the game they have to play broadly. You know, like if Omega, whether it's Omega, Rolex, Group, anything from LVMH, any of them, you know, to be fair, the only one actually... Um, Zenith's got a few things that are a little bit more interesting than the average, I would say. You know, they've got some boring stuff in there as well, but some of their mainstays of their range have got something that's a little bit different to it. But most of them are. There's not Just a lot of exciting stuff. Just <laughs> get, a, get a talker. You'll get something you see, that's different. Like if you, I mean, to be fair, if you look at a talker, if you look at a talker, you look at each white, you know, like if you look at some of the smaller brands, the thing about not being the thing about being boring is that most folk aren't offended by it, so they like it and they're nice. The thing about being adventurous is you will alienate a lot of people instantly because they'll just not like it. But it depends what you want out of a watch. Exactly. Yeah. It's, yeah, like, cool. it's like it's like a car. It's like a car. The most boring brand in the world is Audi. Sorry, Rick. But <laughs> but you know they are they are. I mean they're well made cars, but they're just boring. They all look like jelly molds. But people buy them because. They're reliable and uh, inoffensive. Uh, the bigger like... the brand is, um, <laughs> sorry guys. The bigger the brand is, the more the more heritage to a certain extent is established. And this is right now the era of like Fotina and heritage and reeditions. And so it's too tempting to sort of reach into that back cot or back catalog and 
and release something that you know is already an appealing aesthetic. Mm -hmm. um, whereas brands like Gorilla don't necessarily have this huge back catalog to go to. So they constantly have to think of, you know, outside of the box designs and, and references to, you know, try and tempt the consumer with. Yes. I've seen that, you know, the, the gorilla that you post that you just showed with um, all these, uh, the wheels of those, these numbers, it reminds me of another brand, but I can't. Or work. Like or work. Yeah. This is about a tenth of the price. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. The thing is, that, 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 that's, that one you just showed is a good cool. looking watch. The, the, the name just. Yeah, the, the name is awful, but the brand, the watch is cool. Puts you off. What are you wearing? I've, I've got one of these in red, uh, but I've just come across this. I think this is going to be rocking. Uh, quite, 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 quite keen on that one. Uh, and as we bring the day to a close, I would just like to test everybody. So this is Tenet, not Tenant. Tenet, the film. Can anybody mm. identify in the chat or on the show? what this is, because I've got the handle, it's disappeared now. That's a white screen, mm. mate. Yeah, it is a white screen. It's loading, yeah, think, it's loading very right. slowly. It's ceramic. I've clearly broken it for some reason. Uh, so that might need to not happen. But uh, there is this watch. We just need to pause it on the live replay. I don't know why it's disappeared. Let's try reloading it. So no, it wasn't Black it was not black PVD. It looks like uh, something else, maybe from the Omega Swatch stable. I don't know if it's a speed. But then they do something with Hamilton. Weren't they doing something with Hamilton? Yes. Yeah, the, the so. Hamilton limited edition. But it doesn't appear to be the Hamilton that's being worn mm. in that particular shot. I cannot <laughs> explain why it has disappeared, but it has. So we shall leave it at that. So any final thoughts? Anything anyone is particularly looking forward to in the next week or expecting to drop? Zach, you got anything you're predicting? Honestly, I'm just looking forward to September. One, because it's my birthday that month. And oh. also just because I want to see what okay, Rolex yeah, has then. in store. Oh, Rolex. <laughs> so we should, something should we start boring. with Rolex predictions? Something then? boring. Just, uh, like, yeah, I was going to say, just something boring. Don't, don't, don't get excited, whatever you do. You will be disappointed. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm, cu I'm curious as an 11460 owner if they're going to upgrade the Submariner and discontinue the model. Um, but usually the date comes first versus the, you know, the regular. I reckon it's going to be a mill goose. <laughs> I have had somebody get in touch with us who claims that they will have the inside track when this all happens, but we'll see if that's the case. Uh, Sean, Sophie, Ralph, anything you're looking forward to in particular next week? The only, the only thing I'm, I'm looking for right now is to survive tomorrow's hurricane in Miami. Oh, right, okay. All right, all the important yeah uh, all the is... and if you don't survive where's your detona likely to be it will be in a safe <laughs> if it all goes horribly this wrong this one will you... survive right so i can tell you it will and, survive and can we just have it public because i think if you broadcast something on youtube it counts as a public thing can you just tell us that you want your watch collection split equally between everybody here uh, if it all goes pear shaped, so that's good. That's nice. Should okay. I should uh, I start Ralph, a will? Yes, yes, a watch will. Next uh, week, probably nothing special happening for me. Sorry, good stuff. Nothing we'll interesting. Off. Dave, what are you buying next week? Lego, mate. Lego. Oh, Lego! Lego's, it's all about Lego next week. All Is the big, all the all the official new adult kits get released next week. So, all right. So what's going oh. on? I, I didn't know that was such. They've a got thing. So, yeah. So they've they've um 
they've just launched a new range of like um, plus 18 kits. So what have they got coming out next week? They've got, Actually, there was three kits, but one of them, believe it or not, has been pulled at the last minute, which I'll tell you why. Okay. But they've done a grand piano, which uh-huh. actually is fully automated and it'll play tunes and you can play it as well. Oh, and yeah, mm. it's amazing. And they've done, um, you know, a set, you know, the Sega SNES. Yes. They've made a full size Sega SNES that opens with the cartridges, but with a full size TV with Mario Kart, and it's automated. And Mario goes over the screen, jumping <laughs> up and down, and all sorts of stuff. So there we go. So are you yes. buying both of these, or all three of them? And then that's. I'm, I'm getting. Set. I'm getting those two. I'm getting those two. But then the other one uh, they were doing was a Bell Osprey. You know the U.S. Marine Corps uh-huh. Osprey thing. They did that kit, <laughs> and then they've pulled it. So they were all distributed to all the stores and they've pulled it at the last minute because a German peace movement has kicked off that Lego have militarised children by introducing a kit. Because the one they did was a search and rescue one, but because it's a military vehicle, the Germans have been jumping up and down and Lego. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we are just trying to prevent the Danish from going where the Germans went before. We have been there twice. <laughs> just don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. I, I actually, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, well, it looks like a certain other country's following that path badly at the moment. Hopefully an yeah, election will be to, to that. Find, uh, all right, okay, so here is the picture. Let me just get this up on the screen. So this is what you could have won, but has in fact been delayed. It's not been it's delayed, it's been cancelled. Oh, it's just been cancelled? Oh, wow. Completely cancelled. Oh, no, that's not it. Is that not it? That's, that's it, that's it there. Is that the actual kit there? So there you go. So got that to look for. Somebody did buy me one of those Bugatti ones, but I've never built it. So there we have. This is for adults, right? This is for adults. So yeah, why not? Uh, uh, Gigi and Derek, what's happening in your world this week? Anything exciting? Nothing for me. Okay. Really. No, I just I just hope the temperature goes down so I can like you know start public <laughs> <hope it> rains. <laughs> That's all. Good stuff. Well, thank you then for joining us this week. That's been good. Enjoyed that. Uh, so it's as we normally tune off in the podcast. So we'll tune off in this. It's goodbye from me and goodbye from all of them. Bye. 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 <laughs> So there we have it for the latest Scottish Watchers Live. Tune in every Friday at 4pm-ish UK time to take in the full experience, including video. Also, remember to catch our other episodes and YouTube videos. Just Google Scottish Watchers. It's like the bat signal. We'll be there. This was Gigi. It's time to talk underscore watchers. Signing off. Goodbye and take care.